Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women podcast. Not because they're exciting topics. Sometimes they are kind of Debbie Downer topics, but because it's just me and you. Just me and you hanging out, chatting about life. And this topic may be a little hard. I trigger warning here. It may be a trigger warning for some of you. But as many of you know, I don't identify as a Christian, but I was brought up in the Christian religion. And I wanted, it's been weighing in my heart and I wanted to share um, what separated me from the Christian religion and what happened. Now, I'm going to preface this with, if you are a Christian, I'm so excited for you. Like, I'm so happy for you. Like, I'm glad that you found that place where you feel like you belong and you feel like you're accepted and you can feel the peace and love of a higher power. I'm so excited. Now, just because I don't identify as Christian does not mean that I don't believe in a higher power. I don't have my own beliefs. I just am not down for the organized religion. Um, And I'm going to explain why in this. However, no judgment here on people who are. The only problem I have is when I feel like I'm being preached at or trying to be converted. And then I'm like, y'all, can you just please respect the fact that I decided to give up Christianity in a similar manner as I decided to give up alcohol? <laughs> so, um, the very first thing that kind of drove a wedge between me and Christianity when I was really, really young is... My uncle was a child pastor and a counselor at a Christian camp, uh, both of which I attended, and he was a child molester. And that isn't exactly, because I mean, obviously, no matter how many background checks you do, whatever, if they've never been caught, you don't know, right? But that wasn't the problem. And the problem was, when all of us children came forward about what happened, the church um, and mind you, there are, were many children in the church that he had molested and or raped. Uh, the church backed him up, said all of the children were lying, raised money for his attorney and to support him, and even testified on his behalf in court because he was a man of God and there was no way he could have done such a thing. The devil is at work here. There's no way. We, they don't know why the children would say such a thing about such a wonderful man. I was one of those children, so I can tell you right now, he's a child molester. And um, that was the first wedge. As a young child, this was my experience with the church. Now, mind you, I didn't stop going to church. I stopped going, We stopped going to church for quite a while until I moved to Florida. And I have been to almost any denomination you can think of. I was baptized Catholic. That was a Methodist church. I've been to Baptist, Pentecostal, <laughs> you name it. I've probably, I've probably been part of it. Uh, so some of them were really fun. I'm just going to put that out there. So when I was a teenager, I gave it another try because I lived in Florida. A lot of my friends were Christian and going to church and I wanted to go with them. I really wanted to belong. 
this has been a problem my entire life where I just wanted to belong so I would do things that other people were doing. I loved it. I love the sense of belonging. I love the sense of like, I love the sense of how there was a community and I loved the fact that we were all coming together um, to be better people or so I thought. but a few things came out while I was a teenager. One, I was convinced by somebody that my music was evil and that I should break all of my CDs. Yes, I did. I broke them all, including Chumbawamba and NSYNC. It, now looking back, I'm like, damn it all to hell. What the hell happened? Um, I was convinced that my music taste was um, evil. And so I shouldn't be listening to that. I should be listening to gospel music or, you know, Christian music. I should not be listening to the music I was listening to. Well, then I also saw that the, the Sunday Christians, you know, the ones that they go to church on Sunday, they pray, blah, blah, blah. But the rest of the week they were sinning and, um, you know, doing things they shouldn't. I was seeing a lot of cherry picking of the Bible where people were like, this is wrong, but this is okay, even though the Bible says it's not. I also saw a lot of, um, I saw a lot of discrimination, which my interpretation of Jesus is he loved everybody and he accepted everybody no matter what. Jesus did not think he was better than anybody else. He was willing to hang out with you no matter who you were and what your sins were. That is the kind of Jesus. I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around this God that punishes you for everything and you're going to hell for everything and oh my gosh, you better tiptoe around because you're going to hell. I just I mean and that was the God I was taught most of the time growing up is this very harsh and awful God. Now I believe in a higher power, but I believe that higher power is loving and light and caring and like do what you can full of forgiveness like I don't I just can't wrap my my head around this vengeful like evil God that was taught to me. I digress. So I saw a lot of cherry picking, a lot of discrimination, a lot of people saying one thing but doing another or being very preachy but then not following their own like preaching. You know what I mean? So a lot of hypocrisy going on. And as a teenager, I saw that. Well, I wouldn't say that my end of Christianity stopped there. I would actually say it came to a screeching halt when I was 16 and pregnant. And the kind of things I was told about who I was and what that meant for me and what that meant for my future, as in I'm going to hell because I had sex out of wedlock and had a baby out of wedlock. Yeah, that sort of thing. That, that right there was the icing on the cake. I, and I just continue to see hypocrisy. And now I know, I know, I know, I know some of you listening are saying, well, your experience isn't everybody. I absolutely know that. I absolutely do. That's why I have plenty of friends who are Christian. I have people who listen who are Christians. Like, I don't say, you know, hey, I won't be friends with you, Christian. The only problem I have is, you know, on social media is if that's all I'm seeing and I feel like I'm being preached to, like, and I feel like I am being judged for not being Christian, which has happened on multiple occasions, 
um, that's when I have a problem with it. Otherwise, I do think that the core of Christianity, like the real core of like love your neighbor, you know, be your best self, like don't, you know, treat people like shit, that sort of thing, like, you know, acceptance and forgiveness, all of those things, the core things I truly believe those are really awesome things. I just feel like a lot of people have gotten so far removed from that and it's a little ridiculous. I, it is a little ridiculous. Like don't st- throw stones. You know, have you ever heard don't throw stones in glass houses? Unless your hands are completely clean, you don't have room to judge somebody else. And doesn't matter what kind of religion that you believe in, that doesn't make it okay for you to judge other people. Like it, it doesn't. You know, and I've seen people who use, like, the Bible and use their religion as, like, you know, excuses to be an asshole and judge other people and point fingers. And remember, when you point one finger, four more are pointing back at you. So that's the reason, those were the reasons why I decided that it wasn't, I was not aligned. I was not aligned with what I was taught. I'm a person that I believe in equality. I believe in acceptance, forgiveness love that nobody's better than anybody else and we all make mistakes and we all do do shitty things but that doesn't mean like we're condemned for the rest of eternity because of it Uh, so I have my own beliefs and I am one of those people who believes that we should really respect other people's beliefs and accept that you know unless it's hurting other people or involves hurting people or things you know live beings let them be what they want to be. I mean, hey, if you honestly are listening to this and you think I'm going to go to hell because I'm not a Christian, it's my soul that's going to hell, not yours. That's where I have a real a real problem because I'm just like, but it's mine. I understand you're you're really concerned for me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be okay. I'm, I'm good here. But I just, that, the, the very first, you know, acts, you know, with my uncle, that, That, as a child, seeing that and seeing how people that I respected, people that I looked up to, people who were, like, considered people of God, would say that children are lying about their experiences of being molested and raped. That, 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 that was awful. And we see a lot of, I... I, this was prompted because I saw a friend on Facebook shared a news article about Catholic priests getting caught molesting and raping children. And somebody commented on her thing and said, I know I couldn't believe one of the names on the list because I know him and we've he's been a part of our life forever. Just because somebody has been a part of your life forever, or they're a man of God or a woman of God or whatever, that does not mean that they're not capable of committing evil acts. It, it, it can happen. It happened to me and um you know I know I know some people are thinking but Megan it's not always like that you should give it another try I'm good I'm good I don't need to give it another try I have my own beliefs and my own my own spiritual beliefs and my own way of going about things and when my children get older and they want to make a decision hey if they want to go to church with their friends cool if they want me to take them to church I'll even do that that's fine. Like, I think that they should be able to make those choices on their own and decide what resonates most with them. I'm not here. I mean, who knows? They might be Buddhist. They might, you know, be Christian. They they, they might be Islamic. They, I don't know. I don't, 
know what they're going to choose or if they'll choose anything at all. But that's, to me, that's their choice to make. It's not up to me to make that choice for them. This is their lives. This is their soul's path. And they get to make those choices. And in this lifetime, my choices like to, to separate from that. Uh, but I fully support and embrace and applaud anybody who is still connected to the Christian church, especially somebody who never experienced the things that I experienced. Man, I'm so happy for that because I think that it would have been a wonderful thing if I hadn't had those experiences. But then again, they help open my eyes. You can't go back and change the past. You know, you got to learn your lessons. But I wanted to share this because I know I've I've actually literally had somebody tell me I couldn't be their life coach. So we had a connection call. So I do connection calls with all my one-on-one clients. We had a connection call. Nowhere on the connection call does she say she wanted a Christian life coach. Nowhere on my website does it say I'm a Christian life coach. And so we talked. She wanted to work with me, blah, blah, blah. Well, a week later, I get like, I don't want to work with you anymore because you're not Christian and you offended me by sharing this article by this spiritual woman. And the spiritual woman was talking about like past lives and like crystals and all sorts of kind of things. Devil's work, I guess. I don't know. Um, and so I responded very nicely and was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I You didn't mention that you wanted a Christian life coach because I would have been upfront and honest about the fact that I'm not one. Um, however, <laughs> more than like 50% of my clients have been Christians. I mean, I'm able, I'm one of those people, I... Everybody has a belief, right? Even if you're atheist and you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have a belief. You have a belief in nothing. You believe that there is nothing. There is, everybody has a belief, right? So I meet people where they're at on their beliefs and we bring that into our work together. So if prayer and um, journaling and going to church are part of your everyday routine, which are important, like that's relationships. Those are important relationships to you. I bring that into our work together. Like we help add those things back into your life that you really enjoy that really help you be the best version of yourself because I truly believe we all have beliefs and we all need to uh, make more room for those in our lives. Like more room for those things that we believe in, even if we believe in nothing, like that is still a belief and you need to, to make room for, for things that align with those beliefs that you have. So this was just to share my church hurts and the things that I have been through. And if you've been through things as well, I'm, I'm really sorry that you experienced that. Again, as I said earlier, that doesn't mean everybody that is Christian are bad people. That doesn't mean everybody who's Christian would act like that. I've actually met some very amazing people who I think Jesus would be very proud of. I really do. Um, I think that they they really do embody what they say and they're imperfect and they embrace it and they love all peoples and accept all peoples and I think that's really important. So I hope that this enlightened a little bit so that you can see like there's multiple sides to everything and it's not just one size fits all. That we can all have different beliefs and opinions and perceptions, but come together in a unified front and help change the world, like help change the world a little bit. So I hope you guys have an absolutely fabulous Friday. Go out, crush some things, you know, figure out what's aligned with you, embrace the world and life and all the amazingness that's out there because it, it's out there. It, 
you know, whether you believe it's created by a higher power or you don't believe it's created by a higher power, it's here. You might as well enjoy it, right? All right, guys, don't forget to join us in the the Inspired Women community, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.